What's up, nerds? Uh, we're your hosts this week. I am Chad. I am Jake. This week, we are sponsored by Ray's Energy Drinks. We are also sponsored by Crybaby Craig's Hot Sauce. So this week, we have an awesome guest from LARP USA. Uh, we are also going to be talking about Hawkeye on Disney+. Plus. Episode 1 and 2. So, let's get into it. This is the All Things Nerd Podcast. Nerd. Welcome back, everybody, to the All Things Nerd Podcast, your weekly dive into all things nerd. So, Jake... How was your week? Uh, you know, not good. I got this uh I got this like pinched nerve in my neck. I think I think that's what it is between your conversation and my conversation about it. Uh sounds like that's exactly what it is. It's been going on for like 2 weeks. It's a good time. Uh hmm. <laughs> Um other than that, uh, I do want to talk about a couple things. There's a movie coming out by Guillermo del Toro. It's called Nightmare Alley. Uh, it comes out on December 17th, which is God, a terrible sucks. idea. It's <laughs> such a bad idea. I feel so bad for this movie because... It looks awesome. It, I think it looks good, and I love Guillermo del Toro. I, he's one of my favorite. He did Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, for people who don't know who he is, he also did so Mama... Um, but yeah, uh, mama, mama, mother, no, mama. I don't think I've seen mama then. Oh, it's creepy. That's probably why I haven't, that's probably why I haven't seen it. So you wouldn't have watched it. I'm trying. So (laughs) I will add it to my things to watch list. Um, but unfortunately for Guillermo del Toro, uh, December 17th is the same date that Spider-Man No Way Home is releasing. So even if Nightmare Alley is a good movie, which I'm not... I'm assuming it will be. Yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> going to fail at the box office, and that's really unfortunate. But what uh, Del Toro has going for him is that he has like a, a cult following almost. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of his movies become cult classics. Oh, you drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, I'd love blue Guillermo raspberry, right? It, that's what have I remember you, it being. Have you ever seen his? Have you seen any of his movies? Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? I love Pan's Labyrinth. It was a it's creepy so movie, but it was fantastic. Good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, but so in in that aspect. In that aspect, <laughs> I think that the movie will do just fine because he has very diehard fans. Yeah. It just sucks for box office numbers because it's coming mm. out, you know, with mm. the most highly anticipated movie basically since Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it's a bummer. Yeah. But, hey, this week... <laughs> I watched all of the Umbrella Academy so far. Yeah, I watched both seasons in a week because I guess I had time for it somehow. Yeah, uh, it's called Who's not sleeping. 
Who's your favorite character? Oh, easily Klaus. Klaus is also my favorite character. Um, I also, I love number five because he's a <laughs> he's a grumpy old man, and guess what? I'm and a, a grumpy young, old man, and he's in a young body. He's a oh, I'm not in a young body. I'm 34. Yeah, but, but you're a, you're a good 30 years older in your mind. Uh, yeah. Based on how you I'm, yell at people to stay off your lawn, and yeah. <laughs> if a dog barks, you're like, "Hey, knock I it yell, off!" <laughs> I yell at my dog and my girlfriend's dog all day, and it is comforting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am. I'm a. I'm like growing into my age very well. <laughs> I'm progressing exactly how I should be. I was born like 60 years old and i'm just kind of growing into that it's like a a weird benjamin button aspect (laughs) your mind is already 83 and you're just slowly getting there yeah um but on top of that i mean in the second season i just i love luther or number one uh because he was like he was kind of like the Captain America of the team, like the dutiful soldier. And then he learned that his dad was, was a piece kind of, of shit. well, yeah. and that it was a lie and that yeah. his dad didn't care about him because of his mutation. Yeah. His deformity. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's why he sent him on super secret missions was so that moon, he didn't have to like see him. The moon mission specifically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sent him to the moon. So like, uh, I feel I, bad about that, but uh, once he, well, like, figures it out, he's just, like, he's a snarky asshole, but he's got, like, the, the frat bro jock mentality. Yeah. So, like, he's a little dumb, but, like, in a super funny way. I also really like, um, uh, oh, God, I already forgot his name. We just talked about this, too. The Ben? Ghost. The one that, ben. yeah, Ben. Yeah. yeah, he's basically dead, uh, but his ghost is still around. Uh, he plays big into the finale of season two. I like him. He's yeah, one and, of my favorites. And yeah. Klaus, who we said right off the bat, is both of our favorites. Yeah. Um, his ability is that he can speak to the dead. So that's why yeah. Ben has been lingering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because we get a lot of like side, side stories, side commentary between mm-hmm. their banter, which is just great. But oh. once that ended, because I finished that yesterday so i started watching hit monkey on hulu the the marvel animated show based on the the graphic novel and my god is this fantastic it's hilarious i'm only two episodes in like i just started it they're half hour episodes but jason sudeikis is in it also george sakai is one of the main voice actors and oh my that's uh, Sulu from Sulu, the original Star Trek, right? Yeah. From the original, yeah. Yeah. So oh, great. I haven't watched it yet. I'll, I'll I'll get into it. Yeah, check it out. It's it's really I've been entertaining. Tempted. I just haven't <clears throat> took that step yet. But yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um. Also, well, we won't. We'll talk about it probably next week, or no, not next week. I'm sorry. We'll talk about it. How, kind of how we did the Spider-Man trailer. Well, just we just did like a, a fifteen minute or fifteen it's twenty like 20 minute minutes. Video. Yeah, 
Yeah, we're going to talk about Ghostbusters because this movie was so fucking fire, dude. It was oh so good. God, so I good. loved this movie. This this is how I spent my Thanksgiving. Yeah. Was we don't, we don't, yeah I, I got Chinese food with my dad for dinner, and then we went and saw Ghostbusters yeah. in reverse order. But yeah. We, yeah. We we unfortunately don't have enough time to talk about it in this episode, but we're going to make a fifteen to twenty minute episode. Uh, probably we'll record it tomorrow. It'll probably come out Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, talking about this movie separately from our actual podcast. Um, why the fuck? I don't remember. I'm like looking at my notes. I wrote vegan on here. Why did I write that? Oh, because of your Thanksgiving. Oh, God, yeah. Because for those of oh, you man. that are not uh, celebrating the <laughs> colonizer holiday, uh, I can say that because... Yeah, you're a colonizer. I get pri- you. Privilege, I guess. Hey, colonizer. Not thrilled about Sorry. it. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. What's not up, Lance, <laughs> if you ever see this? <laughs> modern warrior. Not modern warrior. Yeah, modern warrior, right? I think that's what yeah. his tag is. If not, I'll is tag him either yeah. way. No, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. so, Sorry, I almost thought I screamed the wrong thing. The, the, the douchebag that was fighting with him was Modern Patriot. No, Misfit Patriot. Misfit Patriot, yeah. Modern that dude Warrior sucks. is who, Yeah. Uh, modern Warrior is the... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I uh, don't like... Um, celebrating thanksgiving because i am poc and my beliefs on this are you know whatever i did go to my girlfriend's house um for thanksgiving and because i'm i had no idea they were going to do this i made i made some jalapeno poppers uh it was kind of like a potluck type of thing. And my girlfriend's uh, family made a bunch of vegan food because they knew that I don't eat, that I'm vegan. And I, it was a very nice thing to do. I was not expecting it. Uh, it wasn't just like her parents. It was like everybody that came made one thing. And then they made the same thing, but vegan. Uh, it was a very touching it's moment. so awesome. Yeah. I, again, I did not, and I do not, uh, I did not want to participate in Thanksgiving because I think it's a bullshit holiday and I hate what it represents. Uh, I did so because I love my girlfriend very much and her parents, you know, were into this. So, uh, Yeah. I do. I do want to just go on record here and say that fuck Thanksgiving and <laughs> fuck everything it represents. Uh, uh, as a non-POC, yeah, my family has never been. I mean, I guess when I was really little, <clears throat> we did. But like recent memories, like the past decade, like we just used it as a, an excuse to like get together for like a family dinner. Yeah, and that was it. And yeah. Never, we never did like turkey or ham or anything like that. Like, it would just be like a nice home cooked meal. Uh, which, because also, like, fuck Thanksgiving. Like, fuck Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's celebrate like the first documented American biological warfare. 
Yeah, small pops. Yeah, smallpox blankets. Small, smallpox. <laughs> yeah. Smallpox, genocide, rape. Yeah. Woo. Pillaging, dislocation. Let's celebrate this day. Sounds fantastic. Douchebag. Douchebag holiday. Douchebag holiday. Hey, we got I'll a take, day off of work I'll for ta- it. I was gonna say I'll take the day off of work, <laughs> but fuck that holiday. <laughs> Thursdays are normally my day off of work, so I got a bonus <laughs> day, so that was cool. <laughs> yeah. The only other thing I really, well, in the in this portion of our thing that I, we, we wanted to talk about was uh, recently we both watched until just now, before we started writing this, we didn't know that we both watched uh, Tick, Tick, Boom oh, uh, on God. Netflix. It's uh, Andrew Garfield portraying... Uh, John Jonathan Larson. Jonathan Larson. It's who wrote, kind of like a biopic. Of he wrote Rent. The play, Rent. He wrote Rent, yeah. but he also yeah. wrote a number of other plays before he wrote Rent. Uh, yeah, he's, which, and he's I, only credited and with only three real yeah. musicals because he died prematurely because of an aneurysm. And I didn't know this <clears throat> until I watched this movie, but he died the day before Rent went on broadway from a uh yeah. um oh my god uh, uh oh i know it, a cardiac it was an, uh, a cardiac no it wasn't cardiac it yeah was, it was it was uh an aneurysm in his heart uh, yeah it was a cardiac aneurysm aneurysm yeah sorry no when i think of aneurysm it's in the head but yeah yeah, yeah yeah um i'm trying to remember which whatever anyways he died the night before his huge, huge rent is huge. Yeah, he uh, he won uh, seven, to- six or seven Tonys post mortem. Yeah, for rent. And he died the night before it was supposed to, before it not supposed to, but before the night it went on Broadway. Yeah, before the premiere. Yeah, which is which is heartbreaking. Insane. But he made these other plays, uh, one of which before Rent was Tick, Tick, Boom. And, yeah, the movie is really good. Andrew Garfield uh, did an awesome job portraying uh, John Larson. Absolutely slayed the role. Of course, yeah. And he learned how to sing to play this role. Yeah, for this one, yeah. I saw, I read that too. It was crazy. Oh, my God. So it was actually him singing, like, the whole movie, which is really cool. so good. So for those of you that don't know, Tick, Tick, Boom is about, it's a, the play itself is a, a musical monologue. Basically, it's, it was originally Jonathan Larson sitting at a piano singing, and then he had a backing band, and it basically was like a monologue play, almost like a one band yeah. performance, but he had a backing band, but it was just yeah. him like retelling stories, but in life, a theatrical yeah. way, and in a singer-songwriter sort of way, but with monologues in between. And that's what this movie is, is it basically took that monologue and dramatized it and put it to the songs that he wrote, and oh my god, it's so good. It's a aortic. Aortic, yeah. Yeah. In his heart, yeah. Yep. Thank you for correcting the the phrasing. I was like, the whole time you were talking, I was like, is Yeah, because it was in his... Obviously, in the, the aortic artery. Um, but no, this is super great. If you guys are, even if you're not fans of musicals, like check this out because it's done so well. 
I I hate to compare it, but if you guys aren't fans of musicals, but you like Disney movies where it's, you know, like musical numbers spread throughout, that's what this is. And it's done yeah. incredibly well. The cinema, I mean, it's Lynn Miranda or Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Uh, who did Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah. Is the director of this. And it's absolutely incredible. It's. I actually so didn't know it was great. a musical when I when I watched it and okay. like, yeah, I, I saw the preview for it on, uh, uh, Netflix and I was like, well, this looks interesting. And I was maybe a little hungover. And <laughs> so I like, I was like, I'm going to watch this. And I watched it and I was like, Oh, it's a musical lame. And then like, I kept watching it and I was like, damn, this movie's fucking good. It's, <laughs> it's super good. Instantly. Yeah like a favorite musical yeah instantly and like i've i've i never saw well because it was only produced for a short amount of time but i never got i knew nothing about tick tick boom uh before this movie same, same. incredible i mean i've i've seen rent but not live but the the movie version but anyways incredible i think we took a took up enough time about that <laughs> uh, just want to throw out there that uh, the Vikings lost because of bullshit. Um, yay, Two Minnesota calls. sports. Two, Two calls. I'm going to briefly go over them because you have to. Fuck that shit. Uh, You're able to watch them. I, yeah. I I don't get the Vikings games in Ohio, and it sucks. Adam Thielen caught a pass. It was a clear fucking catch. He caught it. He hit the ground. His hands were under the ball. He had control of the ball the entire time. Even the announcers were like, that's a catch. And then we went to break so they could review it. When we came back from the break, they were like, well, they ruled it an incomplete pass. And it was like, what? And that resulted in a fucking touchdown for the fucking 49ers. Uh, And then another uh, thing that happened during the game was a... Uh, pass interference. It was a really bad pass interference, and it never got called. And they ended up winning by eight points. It was bullshit, and fuck that, and fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Go to sponsor one. Yes. Now. So now. because of that, we're just gonna move right past it because <laughs> obviously, as Minnesota sports fans, that sucks, and it sucks more because bullshit. Lo- it's a bullshit loss. We're used to losing as Minnesota sports fans. So we're going to talk about our first sponsor before we get into this uh, interview segment. Uh, so we are sponsored by uh, Raise Energy Drinks uh, by Rep Sports. Fantastic energy drinks, zero sugar, so zero calories, zero crash. Absolutely incredible. They've got a ton of flavors and so much more than just energy drinks if that's not your thing. So listen up. You'll learn how to save 15% on your order. And then when we come back from this segment... Uh, we're gonna, going to be talking with Joel uh, from LARP USA. Listen up. What's up, nerds? I wanted to take a minute and talk to you about Ray's Energy, an incredible energy drink that provides max energy with zero crash. Ray's Energy takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high-quality formula to bring a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help you push your workouts and focus to the next level. 
perfect for anyone at any time and powered by their refresh formula technology, Raise Energy delivers a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in multiple different categories that include targeted focus, better recovery time, improved clean energy levels, and a boost in stamina and hydration. But most importantly, every can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. So don't settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, head over to repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com and use the promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout for 15% off your order. Or if you don't know what you want, go ahead and click the link that's in the description to get a $50 sample pack for free. All you do is you cover the cost of shipping. Again, make sure you use promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout to let them know that we sent you. Okay, welcome back to the All Things Nerd Podcast, guys. We are joined with Joel from LARP USA, um, and we're going to cheers in with our shot here. So what are you sipping on there, Joel? Uh, this is Fireball, actually. It's the only liquor Fireball. I had in my house. Nice. <laughs> All right, cheers. 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 So I guess just to kick things off, tell us a little bit about yourself, Joel, and what is LARP? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Joel Hardcastle. I live in Southwest Michigan. Um, I've been participating in uh, some variation of LARP since I was about 13. Um, I started out with a full contact game called Dagger Here, uh, where, I mean, at 13, I was wearing ripped up t-shirts and, you know, cut off khaki pants and just hitting my friends with sticks. And then it's just kind of snowballed from there. Um but uh, LARP, I would say, is really just anything that you make it. Uh, it's it's pretty much just doing anything that you wouldn't normally be doing. For example, you know, dressing up like a knight, dressing up like a cyborg, dressing up like a like an outlaw in the wild west, whatever that may be. Um, whatever fits the game that you're you're trying to play. Um, and that's really what it is for me. It's just, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just another excuse to dress up like a scary monster, or you know a night and act like either an asshole or some kind of hero, I guess, depending on setting. So, sure. and what, what does LARP stand for, for people that are listening that don't know? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, LARP stands for live action role playing. Okay. Perfect. And uh, the, uh, yeah, the live action is the, the act of doing it obviously. And then the role playing <laughs> is being the character and putting yourself into the situation, depending on yeah. what that may be. Yeah, for sure. And I know that you said that you've been doing this since, you know, you're about 13 or so, but how did you really get into LARP? Yeah, uh, so I went to a festival in my hometown, um, just like a stereotypical fall festival. And there were these group of guys uh, at the time. I remember them being like just fucking gigantic. Uh, now that I'm an adult, I see them and I'm like, I'm bigger than you guys. Like, this is weird. <laughs> uh, but as a little 13 year old boy, you know, it was like, okay, cool. I'm going to like go hang out with these dudes that are in like a list, which is just like the, like the roped off area where like a knight would be fighting or whatever. Um, they were doing combat demos and we would go out there and they'd let us fight with them. And, uh, yeah, I was just kind of hooked. I, I ended up moving about 30 minutes away to the city that those guys were based out of uh, when I was 14. So I ended up joining up with them. Um, and I, I actually 
sort of declared my love for orcdom, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, then at a very young age, I decided I would be an orc. And it's because when I got to the practice, the people that I knew were playing orcs. So originally I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be an elf. Uh, I'm going to wear it, you know, don't tell anybody this now. Oh shit. This is, yeah, this is <laughs> Damn, the secret. We can edit it out if you don't want it in there, but <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I actually started off like, you know, as every kid does, I saw Lord of the Rings. I was like, Oh yeah, I want to be Legolas. I'm going to wear pointy ears and use a bow. And yeah. then I got there and it was like, no nah, man, you suck. Like, <laughs> uh, so I went with the people that I, that I recognized and started painting my skin green. Uh, and then, just kind of went from there. Sweet. Dude. That's awesome. So then how did that evolve into like LARP USA and what is LARP USA? Yeah. Uh, so LARP USA, um, it actually, it's, it's not really shit. Sorry. I'm kind of blanking. You might have to edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, LARP, LARP USA was just uh, sort of like a rallying, uh, like a, like a, a call to us LARPers to start using the hashtag LARP USA. Cause like, if oh. you look up hashtags from other countries, like hashtag, uh, LARP Germany, LARP, LARP Deutschland, like LARP, LARP US, uh, I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. That <laughs> fireball apparently. <laughs> uh, no, the, uh, like all, all the other countries that have like really prominent LARP scenes have like a hashtag LARP and then that okay. country. Um, so I have a ton of friends just from all over the world that I've met through like various things, uh, LARP related. Um, and a buddy of mine actually lives in Germany and works for a LARP company there called Bergschneider. Um, so he's, you know, increased my network exponentially because he knows all these people and then he's introducing them to me and all this. So I started LARP USA with the simple goal of just getting as many followers as I could posting a bunch of pictures with the hashtag LARP USA um, and doing just giveaways, discount codes, uh, like that kind of stuff. I really wanted it to be sort of like a community meeting place almost. Um, and like I mentioned before we got started, I'm not featured on it at all. Like I, I know what I do, but it's, it's really, I didn't make that page so that I could get myself, you know, that recognition. Like I wanted it to be more like a showcase for like just exceptional us larpers that i know that don't get the recognition that they do um yeah, or that sure. they deserve rather that's uh, awesome, dude. yeah so it, that's that's sort of the the basis and then it's it's grown from there a little bit i mean we only have 400 something followers right now um i'm grateful for everybody that follows us obviously um and we're we're growing a lot too i've got i've got a couple things for like a 500 follower giveaway I, like I, I love giveaways they're oh man i love giveaways i can't stress that enough. we do we do i'm too. like here's a sword <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, who doesn't? Like, yeah, like this photo, and you might win some free shit. It's like, okay, right. well, yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah, um, we can relate. Yeah. <laughs> we do so, shit like that, too. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I, that's really all I wanted, but now it's kind of it's kind of evolved into, like, the storytelling side of things, too. So, like, I, I've been reaching out to people and just being like, hey, you know, we want a feature or something that you've done. Send us a picture or two and, like, some details, and obviously, if they have a story that they want, like, that's fine. Um, but I've, I've ended up writing a lot of them and I have a, a buddy in Portland who's, uh, helped me write a couple of them as well. So it's kind of the two of us tackling like the engagement side and then I handle most of the posts, but that's awesome. That's cool, dude. Um, uh, so, okay. So this one's kind of weird, but <laughs> so like when like movies or TV and stuff like that depict like LARPing, 
are is that something that you think is funny or is it offensive to you um because <laughs> like i you know like for example like well right we're, we'll be talking about the hawkeye series and in episode two of hawkeye there's a is it yeah it's episode two there's a larp scene also like supernatural i don't know if you've ever watched that show is in there um what was the other one? Um, uh, the movie Role, role models. models. Oh, Role yeah. Models. Yeah, that was a big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So is that like something that you like find like funny or is that like kind of offensive to you? So this is actually, uh, I'll, I'll give you the long version. Uh, I'll, I'll shorten it. It's it's the long, short version. Um, so <laughs> when I was doing Strictly Dagger here uh, and like Strictly, like full combat, like we are full contact, we didn't do a whole lot of the RP stuff. Um if you said something about Dagger here being a LARP around anybody, they'd be like, whoa, whoa, like pump the brakes guy. Like Dagger here's not a LARP. Like for whatever reason, there's like this mindset that we're like, we're not that level of nerdy. It's like, mm. we're cooler than that. Cause we're just hitting each other really hard. When in actuality, like it's a hundred percent a LARP. Um, it's just a different version. Um, sure. So a lot of what we got was role models. Uh, so I would say, like, rewind 10 years if somebody was like, oh, yeah, like, you do that thing, like, in role models, I'd be like, fuck you, guy. But, like, <laughs> you know, and now it's like I hear that and I'm like, yeah, kind of. Like, it's not quite as cringy. Um, well, like, when you watched, I assume you, have you seen it? I have many times. But, like, yeah. did you think yeah. it was funny? Like, when you watched oh, it, yeah. like, doing what you were doing, where you were like, this is fucking funny? Or were you Absolutely. like, these fucking assholes, like... Yeah, like that's that guy, uh, the guy in like the little wings in the tree, like, yeah, like ringing the yeah. bell. Like, yeah, I'm all about it. No, I, I've always <laughs> thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. I, we Like we run these questions down between each other when we, before we do this. And I was like, I'm just like, I want to ask him this, but like, is this an asshole question? To ask? I've heard worse. I guarantee it. I've heard way worse. <laughs> I mean, I'm very interested in this. I've never done it. Uh, we went to comic-con this year in new york city and neither of us dressed up and like we got there and we i feel like we were the people that were like out of place because we weren't dressed up and we're like fuck next time we're dressing up like so Definitely. yeah and <laughs> so with that because like cosplay i mean obviously it's it's different but it they kind of share that commonality of you you disappear into a character um like what are your what are your thoughts on that like obviously we see some costumes behind yeah, you. Yeah, let's, let's of, hear about the mirror. costumes behind you. If you don't mind, yeah, that like, would be awesome. Tell us a yeah, little bit of backstory we, on some of the mirrors. Yeah. Which question should I do first? His first. Sorry, <laughs> I jumped in. Okay. Well, yeah, oh, yeah right. like the, like how, how invested to, well, first off you, but then like the average LARPer get into uh, like your characters and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I think it kind of depends. Uh, a lot of the games that are prominent in the U.S., I say a lot, um, it, there's a couple and they're larger, uh, and I think that's because they're easier to get into. Um, if you go to a park and people are playing, you know, Belagarth or Hearthlight or one of those, or Ampguard even, um, and those are all, like, more full contact with Ampguard. I know Ampguard has classes. Uh, I've never actually played it, um, but I know they have classes and they get a little bit further into like the, the magic and like the crafting and that kind of thing. Um, but if you go to a park and they're doing that, it's a lot, I would say it's a lot more likely that they'll have like loner gear. So like, if you just went up in your street clothes and you saw, you know, these kids beating the hell out of each other, you could be like, Hey, can I try this? And they, I guarantee they're going to be like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Like we have a trunk full of gear. 
Um, I also know that I, I led a group of like 40 people for a decade. So we had so much loaner gear. Oh my God. That's the thing they don't tell you when you get into this is like, yeah. you're going to need, you know, an extra room to keep all your shit. <laughs> they actually um, showed that in uh, Hawkeye, the episode two. I, and I didn't get that until now. Cause I like was like handing the stuff out. They like gave him. Yeah. yeah. He like, hey, you're going to have to clothes. play. If you want to be here, you have to play. And he's like, I, what? And I they have gave some him thoughts. Huh? That one was I, I so I enjoyed that. Obviously, any any representation of it that I see, I'm always comparing sure. it to like my experiences. But uh, I've never been to a game where they had someone like standing guard like that, where they were like, "No, you have to register. Get out of awesome. here!" Like, yeah. And then like he walks up and they hand him a scroll and they're like, "This is your like this is what you do. This is your life." And then like he just walked in and there's just people doing the same like guard over and over again. And I'm like, yeah. Ah. I don't know. That's that feels like clear, clearly they didn't do their research or have anybody who's ever LARPed before like so, set that up. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, so it's funny it that uh, versus what it sorry, is. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say like it's it it's almost like that's what the people that wrote that scene thought the LARP LARPing scene was, yeah. was versus what it actually is. But it's interesting that they knew about the backup gear because that's not something I ever would have known about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I saw that until just now. I was like, that's weird that they just had like loner gear. And then you said that. And I was like, oh, Hawkeye did that. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, that's very common. Like if, if you go to an event, I guarantee there's somebody there with loner gear of some kind. Um, I had a thought about it. Oh, the I just have complaints about like, you know, it's like, oh, it's it, it's Ronan, right? It's the Ronan. Yeah, the the guy was wearing the Ronin costume. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm like, these Russian guys have been like trying to kill them because of the Russian costume, and then like this dude's just running around Central Park wearing it and like like, posting it online. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, come on, that dude would be dead as hell. But that's that's not LARP related, anyways. (laughs) No, that's okay because we're we're talking uh, on this episode. We're we're talking about Hawkeye, so that's actually really funny, and it'll tie in very well to uh, what we were saying. Um. So I, I'm going to go off script a little bit just because this is going to tie into what we're talking about already. Uh, one of the questions that we were going that we were going to ask you was um, if there's different kinds of LARPing, but judging by your costumes in the background, I assume that there are different ones because the only ones that are ever depicted in film or anything like that are like medieval uh, and uh, or uh, like you said, elves and orcs and stuff like that. So uh would you mind showing us your costumes and giving us a little in-depth if you don't want to you don't have to but would no, you mind can... showing us and giving us a little in-depth about that yeah i can absolutely do that do you want me to Please. just like bring those over here and like yeah yeah that'd be yeah, great yeah easy. our viewers yeah, i could awkwardly awkwardly do it in the mirror too but yeah, give me, give me one second. yeah. i'll grab i'll see that okay yeah that's yeah, fucking rad absolutely. dude I'll... looks like shredder helmet <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so uh cool. this character's name this character's name is uh, Reginald, and it's for a, a game called Vassal that some friends of mine started in uh, in the Midwest. Uh, we actually had like our first little gathering like last week, uh, two weeks ago, and uh, my character for that one is a human, uh, and he's like uh, I, I almost said recovered gang boss, but that's wrong because he's still very much involved uh, in like the criminal underworld. But like I'm the right-hand man of like a lord for this city uh this fictional city called vinderberg um so i actually i i mentioned earlier that i play an orc usually uh reginald is my first uh 
it's my first time being a human as weird as that sounds uh <laughs> so it's easy for me to be like you know like an asshole as an orc because that's what people expect like nobody wants to have a conversation with me as an orc um whereas reginald i have to be like be a functioning member of society to at least like some point so it's like it's it's difficult to go into a vassal game and be like you know oh i'm reginald like i'll fucking kill your character uh because i also have to walk the same streets as all those people um <laughs> So that's that's an interesting one, but he's uh, he's more of a heavy kit than I'm used to fighting in. I'm usually usually like a like a skirmisher guy where I, you know, wear like light armor and run around uh, and just do like archery and that kind of thing. Um, I actually have a crossbow for him. Let me grab that. It's like my favorite thing I own. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's so good. I said archery and was like, oh yeah, I almost forgot. Um, yeah, thing so is rad. This is from an Etsy shop uh, called Armors, and I believe they're temporarily shut down, which is a bummer. But That is a bummer. Yeah, we, yeah. I went to sell one to somebody else, and I was like, oh, no, they're shut down. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Reginald started as, like, a, just, like, a light-armored man-at-arms. I made a set of jack chains, which is, like, the poor man's plate armor. Um, they, like, mount to the shoulder, and they have, like, smaller pieces that run down the arm and then they like tie around the elbow and then they have a like an arming point at the wrist um and obviously you know it's some level of protection but it's not full arms and then i got a promotion so i had that big kid money and i was like okay like i'm going full plate so i like ordered these spring steel arms with shoulders and like now i just look like a fucking monster um <laughs> how heavy is that thing? but uh, that, how heavy is this like all together yeah so <laughs> uh that aforementioned big kid money came in very handy this is actually titanium um so that weighs nothing i could pick that up with like just my pinky it weighs virtually nothing nice um yeah it's from a guy named pavel uh and a buddy of mine actually has a a matching set which is super cool so we we look similar when we're on the field which is nice Um, so are you in the the one so you said that there was ones where you kind of don't really hit each other hard and then there's ones where you do hit each other hard are you in the ones where you do hit each other hard then or no uh it's sort of an in-between so uh the games that i started in were full contact that's where you're like really wailing on each other but there's like a point system it's like if you get hit in the arm you drop where you're carrying and put that behind your back uh or if you have armor on you have two shots so you have to get hit in the arm twice and then torso is death unless you have armor on and then it takes two hits to kill you that way um headshots don't count uh, but the new games that I'm playing in now, uh, Vassal is kind of an in-between. It's not like a lightest touch game, but it's not like a, like a full on, like, you know, like that probably looked yeah. a little suggestive. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if you haven't noticed, <laughs> you walk out of there with like bruises and shit, like after, like, a, after, a, like after a match or, or what do you call it? Like a uh, match or a scrimmage or most of the time we just call them events. Do you, uh, do you walk out of there fights, with, like, bruises honestly. and shit? Or... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, I tell you what, fighting with, like, a spear at uh, at Ragnarok, which is, like, a week-long event in Pennsylvania that I used to go to, um, that was, like, being hit by a fucking truck. It was, like, oh, I, shit. Wow. I, I'm, now I'm 30, and I'm, like, I don't think I could do this anymore. Like, I don't know <laughs> if I could go fight with a spear for eight That's hours. Crazy. Like, Man, I was, in, I tell you what, I was in the best shape of my life when I was, like, 22, 23, like, oh, fighting, God, like, three yeah. or four days a week. Like, man. That is the only cardio I don't hate. Fuck, I'm 34. <laughs> getting out of bed is a fucking battle these days. So, 
I'm getting there, but I've got all kinds of like permanent wounds from fighting. So like, at least I've That's got insane. an excuse, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that. So wild. until talking to you, like this is a eye opening for me. I didn't know that they, that you guys did that shit. I thought you guys like just faked everything. I didn't know you guys actually beat the shit out of each other. That's. Oh yeah. Cool. It totally depends on the game. Like there are, there are games where there is minimal combat um, or, I mean, there is full combat, but it's all very like, theatrical and that kind of shit uh personally and this could just be because of how i discovered it and how i got into it the theatrical fighting doesn't really do it for me unless it's like something that's staged like oh hey man you should stab me you know like something like that i'd be like okay cool but like on a field i would much rather be actually like in it uh which is pretty much where vassal is for most games i've been told that i'm gonna have to like kind of god i this sounds so shitty because I don't want to be like, I'm so tough. Like, it's a foam sword. <laughs> but, like, there are games where, like, people don't want to get hit as hard as you can swing. And, sure. like, with some of the weapons that we're using now for for games like Vassal or for Reckoning, uh, they're, they're not made to be swung like that anyway. So they hurt a lot more. Um, okay. So short answer, yes, I, I usually have bruises. I, I've sprained my wrist. I've broken noses. I almost made a guy throw up one time from a spear <laughs> shot to the stomach. Like, man, he was so good. I'll never, I'll never forget the look on his face. I've um, never done it, but I just met like, like talking to you and like picturing it in my head. I imagine myself in that situation, and there is no way I could pull punches. I would get so fucking carried away. <laughs> like, there's no, especially if somebody hurt me too. Like, if somebody like hit me and it hurt, like I would be like, oh fuck this guy. Like, I'm gonna hit this dude super hard now. <laughs> like, which is probably frowned upon. But it, I, oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, man, and I tell you what, like I still have like memories of my like my first big event where there's you know 300 people on a field like. We, uh, is when I was fighting with the orc unit when I was, I, I was probably 19, 20. Yeah. Um, we, you know, marched from camp. There's 30, 40 of us all carrying spears, bows. We've got like way too many weapons. Like we're just marching to the field to fight, like no big deal, whatever. We got to the field and immediately another line started forming across the field and just started fucking sprinting at us. And we were just like, Oh God, like I'm trying to get a bow from over my shoulder, like trying to get my shield up and like just trying to be ready for this because it's like, oh shit, there's 60 people that are going to hit me as hard as they fucking can. Like, it, dude, it was crazy. Like, have you, it's have you wild. ever, have you ever, like, so I guess, uh, I, I'm way off script here, but I'm just curious now because I'm super interested. Uh, have you ever, like, fucking, like, hit somebody super hard by accident and, like, break character? Or, or do you not do that? Do you just, like, leave it? Or, like, if you hit somebody, are you like, oh my God, I'm so sorry? That was an accident. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> or if you hit them way too hard and they're like, they're like, dude, you dick. And you're just like, ah, fucking I'm going to the next guy. Or like, how does that work? Uh, so with the, the game that I came from, there wasn't a whole lot of character play uh, that actually came in. And it's, a, it's the reason one of the reasons that I actually left the game was because there wasn't enough character in the game. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people, we call them stick jocks. They just go out to like wear like the bare minimum garb and just be very good at the game which they do they're all very good they you know i get run over a lot um but i have a couple of very 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 distinct memories of uh just rolling people just oh my god like oh holy shit like i should probably leave the field because i look like a fucking dickhead moments um so like 
weapon on head means death or like hand on head, whatever. Like that's, you know, like universal. If you get hit, you know, whatever, you're in the middle of like a line, you put your hand on your head, put your weapon on your head, whatever you have, like just to like tell the people around you, hey, I'm dead, like stop hitting me. Yeah. Um, so there's occasionally uh, people that just go out to do things like archery uh, because they can't take being hit. Um, and I have two very, very <laughs> distinct memories and I'll never forget what either of these people look like or the situation. Um, so I break through a line and like I said, I'm skirmishing. So I'm barefoot. I'm sprinting as fast as I fucking can. I'm trying to kill as many people before they kill my buddies. Uh, so I get through a line. I'm just running at these archers and there's like a group of like four or five of them. This is the first instance, uh, four or five of them. And I've got them. Like there's nowhere they can go. They don't have swords. I'm going to kill all five of these people. So they can stop shooting at me and my friends. Uh, so I get about five, six feet away from this girl. I'm sprinting as fast as I can. And she goes, and I'm like, Oh God. So I can't stop. And I rolled her end over end like four times it was the most dramatic thing i've ever seen in my life and i was just like weapon on head i was like i'm fucking dead like i i'm an asshole he, like i'm the asshole but like just step out of the way or something like you see me i'm not i'm not slow like like come on so i that's have one. momentum uh, going jesus so yeah with the with the archery stuff um so, so when you do like hand to hand or sword and sword or whatever, sorry, I don't mean to say whatever. I just don't know much about it. No, you're good. Uh, you're yeah. actually with a sword and hitting somebody. So with archery, are you actually launching stuff at people, or are you? How does oh, yeah. that work? Uh, hold on, I actually have an arrow somewhere. So I imagine you can't fucking like shoot like a pointy fucking arrow at somebody. No, it's but they're be... they're like foam like pads. foam tipped or something yeah. yeah okay it's like a like a foam fist pretty much gotcha and uh in most games these are legal for headshots too so you can shoot people in the head with these nice. which is arguably one of the most satisfying things that i've ever done <laughs> in my life it's like oh hey i i hate that guy <laughs> well let's see let's see the other costumes here yeah yeah absolutely um yeah like what's <clears throat> real your, quick what's your favorite costume uh it's probably my orc definitely okay yeah. i can see I'll, it I'll is bring... that the one over the shoulder of the right here yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah I'll, I'll bring him out here in a second the second one i i was running at somebody again in the woods and she shot me in the face and i bowled her over it's always oh the you know, second time that you hurt somebody on the yeah yeah <laughs> it's always the archers i don't know that's just like get out of the way man at least she hit you in the face to like get some sort of down your vision maybe? well i was gonna say get pre-revenge but yeah we can do that too <laughs> it worked yeah <laughs> all right this one i'm definitely gonna need two hands this is heavy all right is that visible enough no i think so yeah no. yeah it looks great oh my goodness. i'll angle the camera down a little bit this is uh, the only kit that I have that I've made everything on. You made everything on that? Yep. Except the riveted chain. I, I cut up another shirt to use that, but yeah. So that's. Still. I can send you guys pictures if, if you want to like add pictures into the, the actual yeah, we podcast. Do that. Yeah, we can yeah. do yeah, that. that we work. can also post it to like our, our Instagram and tag, you know, LARP USA on it and stuff like that. Cool. 
yeah that'd be that'd, that'd be, be awesome incredible um Holy crap. So, so what do you yeah, do for the like, 3d printed stuff as well or are they like modded like halloween masks or uh this is actually leather oh my god you stitched it yourself i did yeah that's crazy so i i used to uh excuse me i used to still reserve man Ooh, they know <laughs> what they're doing all of that carbonation dude dude that's insane yeah, so, so cool. I'm actually in the process of getting a, a silicone mask so that I don't have to. Um, this one, silicone masks just look a little bit more real. But yeah, so I actually used to, uh, and I kind of still do occasionally, like make and sell these as a hobby. That's not sitting right. That's fine. I'll just take it off. That's brass. It weighs a ton. Um, but yeah, so I would say this is my favorite kit. Is is Drew? He's a he's a constant work in in progress. Um, that is so cool. So, yeah, what do you I, do for the the bottom half here? Do you just paint your face, or do you wear like a do you wear something on the bottom half of your jaw? Or uh, I typically paint it. Yeah. So my uh, now I'm all dirty. Uh, there's <laughs> the paint right there. I'll I'll rub it in a little bit. Um, yeah, so my old mask, actually, uh, the one that I wore for years uh, was a goblin mask with, like, a short nose and, a, a, like, an orc jawbone stretched over it. I'll grab it. I have it. Hold on. Sweet. I might as well. <laughs> God, the details on these things are incredible. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, the stickiness, like, wears off eventually. It's yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I have like a pinched nerve in my neck, and I'm wearing these like heated pads right now, and they keep coming unstuck. It's driving me crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's um, see it. This is my first one. Dope. And it's same thing. All of it's leather. <clears throat> that is so insane. Yeah. <laughs> so what's uh, with the what's with the crown on both of those? Then is it like a big character or? Kind of, yeah. So actually, or, or I guess, I'm glad like, you asked that. Yeah, I was gonna say one of our questions was, do you like have set characters? Which I think you've already answered that yes, you do. But do you, so your characters they bump, can they bump up in like status or anything like that, or do you stay like in that same character? <laughs> I, I, we don't know. I, I've never done this before. My, uh, my closest, LARPing. my closest thing to compare it to is like, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, where like you have a character and like as you play different games or in this chant or in this instance, you know, different events, like does the character develop more? Because you did say that you have written a couple like of these, yeah. And also like with uh, your human character, you said you know he started out with like cheaper armor than grew is that pretty standard like with or I would, especially with I would like say it is. too yeah excuse me i i would say it, it definitely is um and i i know it, it varies by game very much so uh like what kind of authority your character has uh, i know there are games that don't necessarily allow player characters to like you know rise up to be like a king because it becomes potentially problematic if it Problematic is probably the wrong word, but if somebody is, you know, a king and they're like trying to use real world, this is really messing with my exposure here. He is very <laughs> dark colored. Um, my face just keeps changing color. Uh, like it really depends on the game and on the setting. Uh, I know, like Dystopia Rising, um, they actually 
I, I keep wanting to say they just started in Michigan, but I think it happened just before COVID, which is why I haven't actually taken part. But it's like, a, from my understanding, it's like a post-apocalyptic uh, zombie sort of situation. Uh, Ooh, that's kind and of I've heard stories cool. about, yeah, yeah. And it, it sounds amazing. And I've heard stories about people that uh, go there to be NPCs and are just uh, like, they don't charge anything for NPCs because you just have to follow like a story. So that would be the situation like in Hawkeye where they give you the scroll. That would be like an NPC role, which is mm. obviously like a non-player character. So it's like you have to do pretty much this thing that they want you to do in order to drive the story in a way that goes the direction they want. Sure. Um, so in a situation like that, I think you could show up to a game and be like, yeah, I want to be an NPC. And they're like, okay, cool. You're a baron or a king or something like that. Um, there are games... And this is another one where they're they're very strict on the whole we're not a LARP thing. Um, but the SCA, the Society for Creative Anachronism, they do like baronies and like that kind of thing where like it's like earned titles and knighthoods and that kind of stuff. Um, so it definitely is possible, but I would say it depends on the game uh, very much so. Um, I, I know knighthoods exist in most medieval games. There's some sort of assembly where they get together and like figure out how they want to do it. Um, I was actually, I'm a squire, I think. I think that's the term. Um, man, my squire trial was brutal as hell. I did I did over 400 single combat fights with just a sword, and I ran like six miles in between. It was disgusting. My, my right or my left arm looked like it had been run over multiple times. It was like seriously like black, like black, blue, just bruised because I was using it as a shield to protect myself so I could kill people. It was crazy. That is crazy. Also, the yeah, that's that's when I sprained my wrist. So you know, <laughs> that's not. Was there a third costume, or was the other one that you showed us just now the third costume that I saw? Uh, so there, there is a third costume, but it's it's a work in progress. It's for a, a game okay. called Reckoning. Um, you don't have to show it to us, but tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's that's my character, Madiash Rahim. Uh, he's <laughs> the one of three culture leaders for a game called Reckoning. Uh, and the culture is called Suzak Mar. It's like a Persian slash Eastern um, Asian inspired uh, culture. So it's like just sort of like a pseudo Persian uh, Japanese. We're kind of, we cover a, a large spectrum of, uh, of influences, but it's, it's all like fantasy. So um, I'm actually hoping that i can build some some armor that looks a little bit more japanese for my arms and my legs and then my my torso is like a like a blackened uh steel lamellar with like a really ornate uh leather edging um and then uh i'm honestly i just get way in i, I get in over my head pretty much constantly i'm like oh yeah i, mean, I have all i can tell how world. passionate you are about it like you really yeah you really go the worst thing yeah, to happen awesome. to me <laughs> COVID was like, oh yeah, like cool, like just sit in your house and work on shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then they called me back to work, and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna stop sitting in my house working on shit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's badass, dude. Well, speaking of Marvel, I think Chad had a question about the Marvel stuff. Well, We're not technically Marvel, but well, yeah, not technically Marvel, but I mean, <clears throat> it's just one of those questions that we, you know, we tend to ask, you know, most of our guests. Uh. You know, with, and I think that because uh, Hawkeye has had, you know, that that LARPing scene, outside of LARP, like, do you have a favorite, like, 
comic book hero, superhero, things like that, or like superhero movie? Like, do you have a a favorite? We just love to to hear. Yeah, ask everybody. Why. Yeah, that's what we do here. Uh, yeah, I, that's actually kind of a kind of a difficult question for me. Um, so I. I'm not a huge comic book guy, but I have seen every Marvel film and I know a little bit about it. I mean, I used to watch Spider-Man and all that when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. um, and like considering the, the overlap, I, I don't know. I was going to say Gambit from X-Men. That's a good one. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like they haven't really done him all that much justice in the uh, cinematic universe. Like, Not in the cinemas, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's in like the comics, though. He was great. Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, yeah. like I, I would love he to. He literally see that. could turn anything he touches into an explosive. It's it's, it's awesome. like the coolest power. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. So I, I would say I would I would probably stick with that. Um, if I had to pick, like from the cinematic universe, I think it would be. Uh, Probably uh, Spider-Man, I think. Spider-Man's yeah, my favorite superhero. <laughs> yeah, like man, the new trailer for uh, is it? It's multiverse, right? It uh, yeah, it's the no Spider-Man. Uh, no way home. No way home. That's the, it. Yeah, the yeah. Like the part where Doc Ock comes out and he's like, "Hello, Peter." I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm, I'm goosebumps, goosebumps everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so stoked for that movie. Uh, I, I used to go uh, with a, a group of friends. We would go every midnight release for every Marvel movie. We haven't done that in two or three years, but yeah, yeah. I'm uh, so people. Some people give me shit about it because it's super cliche. But my reasoning for it is, but different than people think it is. But Superman is my favorite. Everyone's like, oh, he's the lamest superhero because he's just like the best at everything. But the reason I love Superman so much is because. His dynamic between him and his villain, uh, Lex Luthor, is like the complete opposite of Superman in every aspect of the way. And I love that it's like a human is able to take down Superman. Like, I don't know. It's cool. Excuse me. Superman's Yeah. Badass. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I never understood the hate with Superman either, honestly. I, yeah. I well, watched I that cartoon He's like so too. strong and blah, blah, blah. And I get it. But like. And they've, you like, know, amplified it, different versions of his powers over the years. But, like, I feel like most of the, the interpretations that we've got, gotten of Superman have been really good. Watching yeah. Smallville for the first time. He's uh, all alone year. here. He's, yeah, trying to, yeah. Are you drinking two-hearted? Is that what mm -hmm. that is? Oh, hell yeah. That's my favorite beer, for sure. My girlfriend drank the last one in the fridge last night. I think she oh, bought no. it, so it's okay. But <laughs> So you went to Steel Reserve, yeah. Reserves are harsh, dude. It's honestly, I I haven't had one in a in a minute, but we uh for That's whatever like reason, liquor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, this weekend we just decided we were just going to be as trashy as possible. So we like <laughs> we went to Speedway at one a.m. and bought like the the Steel Reserve Blue Raspberry with like a Mountain Dew slushy, and like we were mixing what? it together. Like it's like three in the morning. <laughs> the I didn't know they made a Blue Raspberry. <laughs> uh, is that what that delicious. is? It's no, this is just the regular one. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, blue raspberry, it's gonna be gross. And then it wasn't. It was delicious. So that's funny. I wish I wish I had two of those, but that's hilarious. Yeah. No, me and my girlfriend, we go to when we go to the movies, we get slushies and we always bring like a some sort of uh 
like either like a sour or like a fruited beer uh, oh, yeah. with us, and then we just pour it in the slushy and drink it while we're watching the movie. It's yeah, it's a super good idea. I tried to convince her to try the regular Steel Reserve in a slushy last night, but she wasn't having it. Oh that, yeah, that'd be that'd <laughs> yeah. be wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think. Other than our last question, which Chad will ask you, but I think that's pretty much everything we wanted to touch on. Yeah. So, I mean, with that, I mean, Joel, how can how can people find you uh, online? If you want to be found. If, well, if not you, how can people find you know more about LARP USA? Get involved. You know, what are good what are good places that people can can look to uh, get started in this? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I don't really know if there's any um, any like general area right now where somebody could like like one website where somebody could visit to find all the different LARP games that exist. Uh, but uh, I would suggest checking out ReckoningLARP.com. Um, that's the next big one that I'll be at, uh, and that's in May, I believe. Whatever weekend the twelfth and or the fourteenth falls on. Uh, reckoning is going to be the next big one that i'm uh looking forward to uh obviously check out you know larp usa on instagram um i'm in the process of developing a website but it's not it's not there yet I, this is just something i'm doing for fun i'm gonna follow um, that on insta right now <laughs> and uh if you want to find me on instagram uh my username is mr sneaker uh with two r's at the end um and you'll you'll see Reginald here and uh, Droog as well. Um, okay. So that's the best way to get a hold of me. And then honestly, shoot, shoot LARP USA a message, shoot me a message on my personal Instagram, uh, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. And what's, yeah. The, what's that email address for? Uh, is it the one that we, we've been communicating over? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, contact at LARP USA, LARP hyphen USA.com. Well, awesome. I mean, are there any uh, any closing words that you'd like to, to share with people that are interested in LARP after this? Um, let's see. Uh, closing words, no. I didn't, I didn't really prepare anything. <laughs> uh, I would, like, I, I don't want you guys to get, you know, like, sued or anything, but, like, just do it. <laughs> I think it'd be fun if... Uh, if Chad and I were ever in the same area, because I, well, I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Chad's from Minneapolis, Minnesota, but okay. if you guys ever do anything out this way, um, you should throw. Uh, I I follow you, and our podcast now follows you. Um, shoot us a shoot us a message. I think it would be really fun to give it a shot. I've never done it before. Yeah, this sounds uh, like a lot but of fun. It, I think it'd be fucking fun, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, it would be amazing to have you guys. Like yeah, I, I'm constantly recruiting. I'm constantly recruiting, constantly looking for people. I would say, actually, you know what? I do have some thoughts. I, I do have some closing <laughs> thoughts. Let me set this helmet down, though. Um, so I, the biggest thing that I get uh, from everybody, and it's it's always like relatively new people or people that have been doing this for a while that are kind of like convinced of one thing or another. Um, it's not as expensive as you're expecting it to be. Um, obviously like putting together a kit, like what I have for Reginald, where I, you know, dropped a few hundred bucks on a set of spring steel arms because I had big kid money. Like, obviously that's, that's the exception. Majority of people don't do that kind of thing. Um, I can't say majority. I can't speak for everybody. I know a lot of people that do, 
Uh, but like, there's always people that want you to be there and want you to have a good time. So if you're reaching out to the right people, you know, network a little bit, you can figure out the best way to make a kit and for the least amount of money, I encourage everybody to thrift, to find base kit. Like all of that is very achievable. Um, and it's never as expensive as you're going to expect it to be. Um, yeah. So that's, that's my, my big takeaway. That's what I tell everybody. Like that's, that's the thing that I hear the most is like, Oh, well I can't afford it. And I guarantee like, as long as you're not trying to build like, you know, like a fucking full night kit and ride a horse for your first event, it's affordable. I promise. I promise you. And you know what, if you're not sure how to do it, like reach out to somebody that does it already. And I guarantee they'll, they'll help you. We have, we have an incredible community in the United States. Um, awesome. And I, it just needs to kind of be tapped into. It just takes a little bit of footwork to get connected to the right people, but it exists. There are selling pages, there are trading pages, all kinds of things. So that's awesome. Yeah, man. Well, let us know. Uh, we'll keep in contact to like, like I said, I think it'd be a lot of fun to yeah. try it. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, I Chad, where, where are you right looking? Away, but, I live yeah, just south of be. Cleveland. So like Indiana. Oh dude, I know tons of people in Cleveland close, that do this. And also if you end up going out to the Pennsylvania one, like, I would, I would love to, you know, to give it a shot. It sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. And Chad yeah. and I are super cool about like, we're, we're very good friends actually. And we live in different States, but we're, we're very good about flying back and forth to see each other. So if there's ever something that we could do that and then go together, like I'm down. Yeah. I think it, well, it, hear it, me sounds, out. it sounds like fun. Kalamazoo has an airport and Bell's is here. So if you just want to drink too hearted, like from the teat, you know, like come to Kalamazoo, we can, you guys can meet in the middle. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be a great time. Sold. Perfect. You, you had me sold with beer from the teat. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. Bell's. Yeah. But I think that's all we got for you for today. That was, uh, that was awesome. It was very nice to meet you, Joel. Um, yeah. Good to meet you guys as well. Yeah. This was, this was awesome. I was a little nervous. I didn't know what to expect. So. Yeah, we just get drunk and talk shit. It's a good time. That's <laughs> like what we do. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, man. Well, have a good night. Uh, we will keep in touch. I follow you both myself and on the podcast now. So we'll figure something out. Yeah, I think it would be a lot of fun to try it out. Absolutely. Especially for yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Cool, man. Well, thanks for filling us in. And we'll talk to you later. All, All right. right. Catch you guys later. Have a good night. Yep. Yeah, later. you too. Holy shit. That was an awesome interview. Uh that was awesome. I don't think I've ever actually given any thought into LARPing until just now, but I feel like maybe I kind of want to go beat the shit out of people. <laughs> but with also foam like swords. Get, maybe maybe like get my ass kicked. <laughs> Who knows? From the way he made it sound, I mean, yeah, man, that that sounds fucking fun, dude. Um we're we're going to have to do it. Yeah. We, I mean, when we, we figure it out, we will let you guys know, and we'll film what we yeah. can, and you can watch Joel, us. Just get Joel this said he has plenty of extra shit for us to wear if we ever go LARPing, and I think it would be... Fucking, I'm going to make my own. For the for the sake of the podcast, and for fun? Yeah, for think, the sake think, of the podcast, not because we gen, we want to do this. I think we should fucking do it. I think it'd be fun. We're, it's not a matter of i think it's the matter of when are we doing this yeah i think this sounds like a a lot of fun um that being said uh let's get into uh sponsor two uh sponsor two is 
crybaby craig's hot sauce it's a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes on practically anything listen up and we will tell you a little more about it hey you nerds do you love spice supporting small businesses what about enhancing the flavor of your favorite foods if you said yes to any of those our good friends over at crybaby craig's have the perfect solution for you Crybaby Craig's is a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes perfectly with your favorite foods, adding the perfect amount of spice and enhancing the flavor of everything it touches. Started in Minneapolis by Craig back in 2012, Crybaby Craig's has become a Minneapolis and Minnesota staple in the sauce world. So head over to crybabycraigs.com and order yours today. All right, guys, for the, the last segment of our show this week, we do want to talk about the new Disney Plus show. Uh, they launched their first two episodes this week, and it is Hot Guy. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Renner is is a hot guy. Hot, hot, no, Hawkeye. Oh, you said Hawkeye? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. also Jeremy, also Jeremy Renner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, uh, also Jeremy also Jeremy Renner. Um, but no, so like this past <laughs> week, uh, the show launched on uh, Disney Plus and they put out the first two episodes, which was, it was great because after the first episode, I was like, I need more of this yeah. hot guy. And then there Hawkeye, was more, of more of this Hawkeye. <laughs> sorry, it's, it's a Freudian slip, really. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. Uh, uh, no, good. but we did get uh, two episodes, which was fantastic, because the first one definitely laid the groundwork as to who Kate Bishop is. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Kate Bishop is kind of like the protege re- replacement, in a way, of Clint Barton, Hawkeye. She kind of becomes her own thing, uh, yeah. but she starts off by like idolizing him, which is yeah. kind of cool, because Hawkeye has always kind of been... An underrated hawk guy. Yeah. Hawk eye. <laughs> hot hot oh, guy. This hot is going to be confusing hot. because, like, there's so many ways to describe him and they're all accurate. <laughs> he is a guy that is part hawk. She is. He's a guy she, that is also hot and he's hawk eye. Yeah. He's hot guy. Yeah. Hot, hot guy. Yeah. Hot guy, hawk guy, hawk eye. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I think yes. what I love about Kate Bishop is that she is clumsy as fuck. Yeah, she as, definitely as where, doesn't know what she's as, doing. Like, as where Hot Guy is very yeah. uh, collected, got his stuff together, uh, you know, hot, hawk, hawk. Uh, He's a hot he... hawk. <laughs> I guy. No, all of this aside, uh, the jokes aside. Uh, J- uh, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye is very. <laughs> I said it right that time. It just sounded. Oh, I, I know. That's why I always make these jokes because, like, it just blends. He's very articulate. He's very like on point with everything. And uh, Kate Bishop is not. She's clumsy. She's a mess. Everything she does. She's is sarcastic not... and a, yeah. a rogue she, kind of she's, person. She's very. She's very cocky, but like she's. And while her, like, shot, you know, arrow shot is very good, she, as a hero, is horrible. Yeah, she's a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of, like, personality. (laughs) Like, 
oh this so very, happened let's figure it out as it's it goes very, on her fight scenes are very uh jackie chan to me you know yeah. jackie chan's always like ooh, oh ooh, and then like kind of like you know what i mean like, gets hit in the like, face but because he stumbles back it creates like yeah. the next catastrophe that works in his favor yeah. exactly yeah. yeah it's very much like that to me um yeah it's very funny i i also think that in the that we have to talk about this because our guest joel on this episode was or is a uh larper uh in the second episode um Jeremy Renner's character Clint Barton uh, loses find, finds his Ronin suit um, in a LARP competition and goes to retrieve it <laughs> and it is fucking hilarious and we found out which you will see in the the interview that we did that having a extra uh, what do he call it a loner uh, like suit. loner gear like yeah is a real thing so if you ever if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're like that looks like a lot of fun i wish i could do that but i don't have the gear you can actually just walk up to them and ask if anybody has some loner gear and they'll loan you gear to just fucking jump into a larping situation which is what jeremy renner does in this yeah. episode and it's hilarious from from what we learned from the interview, though, was that some aspects of it are very real life. Some of it is very not real life. Like, basically, they just... The, the people that created this, or wrote this scene, basically, took what they knew about LARPing without ever having LARPed so, yeah. and, like, wrote a scene about it. Yeah. Still wildly entertaining. And what's yeah. fun is, like, as... Uh, Jeremy Renner's Clint Barton is going through this, like the scene and LARPing. Like you actually see him like enjoy himself because like yeah, there's no consequences. Like it's just he gets to like use his skill set, but not in a destructive way. Which and he even says at the end of it, he was like the guy, the guy with the Ronin suit was like, "You had fun, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, it was fun." Yeah, <laughs> because also like up until this point, like. Well, the last time we saw Clint was in Endgame. And for the first, like, the five years during the blip, he was the Ronin. He was using his skill set just to create havoc and kill and murder, granted, bad people. Yeah. But now he gets to use, like, these skill sets that he's developed over, like, a lifetime to just, like, have fun. And it was really cool to see. Um, Which, I mean... But it also really dives into the aspect of, <clears throat> and it talks about it in the episode where Kate Bishop is like, you know what your problem as a superhero is, is your branding. And he's like, I don't care about branding. Like, to to Clint, he's always been the soldier. Like, mm-hmm. follow the orders, do do the job. I've got a job to do. But, like, he still has this huge impact on people as a hero and, like, even the LARP scene, like, this guy who had his costumes, like, I'm sorry, I found it. He's like, since you're here, like, can can I can I kill you on the battlefield and, like, yeah. let people see it? Because, like, Clint is a hero to so many people, but he just doesn't know because he takes it as 
it's a job. Then I move on. I have to do mm-hmm. this, this, and this, and then I get to go see my family. He doesn't get to yeah. see the the impact that he has, <clears throat> which was uh, really cool. We also get to see, uh, which this is comic accurate, that Clint is going deaf. Yeah, he has hearing aids yeah. or hearing aid. Yeah, which is pretty funny because there's like a part where, well, this is going to tie into something else that we wrote down here. The Avengers, the musical is a thing. I think it's the, his... the Steve Rogers musical. It's all about yeah. Captain America, but they have the Battle yeah. of New York as a big musical number. But they're, they're watching it, and Clint uh, has his hearing aid turned off, and his daughter like is like, is your hearing aid turned off? And he's like, no, and turns it back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like she's funny. trying to get his attention, like waves yeah. in front of his face, and he's yeah. like, "What?" And like taps his ear, and she's like, "Did you have your your ears turned off?" And he's like, "What? No." <laughs> and yeah, I mean, maybe I think I I don't think this is off script a little bit, but I don't think my girlfriend is gonna like this, but I'm gonna say it anyway because the past two big Marvel things have been. Uh, Eternals, which one of the main characters yeah. is deaf. Makari is and, deaf, yeah. And uh, that was fucking amazing. And also in this, Clint is also deaf. Uh, I feel like it's worth mentioning. Maybe she's going to get mad at me. I don't know. My girlfriend is also deaf. So I think this is like a really cool thing to see on the big screen that people... Well, and especially the girl who plays Makari uh, is deaf in real life. Yeah. So I think it's I all this I I, I don't know I'm gonna stick my foot in my mouth and probably stop there, but uh, this is really cool for me. I think I, for me it's really cool. I hope it's really cool for my girlfriend as well. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah, I love her to death. Uh, but yeah, anyways. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I think I maybe said too much. Hopefully she doesn't get mad. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I think it's really cool. And yeah, so he's deaf and it's comic accurate. I think it's pretty cool. Um, and they, I mean, they didn't dive too much into the cause of his loss of hearing. Not yet. Um, I think they they, will. They showed, they showed flashbacks of like, yeah, just like his time as an Avenger being near explosions. Yeah. Getting shot, you know, things like that. Um, and depending on the comic book story that you look at, I mean, it's that is very accurate for for some of the newer comics, and it's awesome because like it just it shows that you know anyone you don't have to be like, and this is something that Falcon the Winter Soldier really dived into is like you don't have to be like this perfect person to be a hero. You don't have to be yeah. not to. I'm going to quote the show, uh, but, like, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed hero. Yeah. You know, like, anyone can be a hero. Anyone can can take up the mantle and do good and inspire, and they're already quote, playing into it really well. To quote Stan Lee, the man himself, the point of Spider-Man was that he's the only hero that is completely covered. Uh, you can't see the color of his skin. And that is what was so special about him is that anybody could be under the mask. And that's why they say it in 
uh, oh god, uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah, anyone can wear the mask. It doesn't matter what skin color you are, what gender you are. Anybody could be Spider Man, and that's from the lips of Stan Lee, the creator of all this shit himself. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Ah, like the amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... Where's Toby? Where, where's Andrew? Are they here? Are they here right now? Uh, it's. I mean, yeah, it's great. I, I, I love all this shit. Um, I do think that in uh, this show, Hawkeye, I think that the mom... Uh, um, oh, she's, her name? she's straight bad. She's bad. I don't know her name either. I should. I know. I know her name. She is from the like uh, Conjuring movies. Oh, you mean her actual name? I also don't know. Yeah, that <laughs> I do. I do know, and it's going to piss me off that I can't think of it. Um. Anyways, but yeah, uh, she's in it. She. Uh, I'm gonna pull it up. You talk. I'm gonna look for it. Oh, that's what I was gonna do right now. Uh, she does. She definitely has like villain vibes. Uh, she also. So the the first episode shows that Kate Bishop's father, Doc, Via Formiga, Via Formiga. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Kate Bishop's uh, biological father in the show dies during the Battle of New York because of yeah. collateral damage. Does he? I have a theory. You have a theory? They don't show him die. They just they show his body. They dies. show his body. Well, because in the comics. Kate Bishop's like greatest enemy is her father. Yeah, I think that they're gonna rework it to be her mother. Yeah, could but be. They're also hinting, they're definitely playing into the fact that her new stepdad is He's gonna be bad. the villain. Uh, he does have the most punchable face since John Walker. Um, sorry, just had to be said. But like, she even sees him doing sketchy stuff, and she's like, "Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing, stepdad?" Sorry, sorry, mom. <laughs> but no, like in the comics, his character is known as the swordsman. Yeah, they it, have sh- a- it shows him going to a black market auction to get the Ronin sword, and then shortly after that, it shows that his father was murdered by a sword. They have an interesting fight together, uh, Kate Bishop and him, where they're basically fencing and. He keeps like letting her win, and she's like, "Stop letting me win." And he's like, "I'm not letting you win. You're better than me." And then when he lets his guard down, she basically goes to stab him in the face, and he disarms her in like a second. And she, yeah. and her mom like flips out and is like, "What is wrong with you?" And she goes, "I just proved my point. He's been faking it." Yeah, like, I just proved that he he's just, a liar. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so he's a bad guy. I think mom is a bad guy. She's Um, in on it. She has to be. Yeah, but I don't think she's in on it at a villain level. I think she's in on it on, like, a I'm a stupid twat level. And then, like, she's going to find out later on, like, oh. And then play the the Vanessa to Kingpin role and just embrace it. I didn't know that he was this bad. Yeah. No, you know I think I mean? that she's going to be like, oh, he's this bad, and there's power to be had. I'm for it. Oh, you think it's going to be like that? that okay. That's why okay. I referenced Vanessa to, to Kingpin. That's <clears throat> Kingpin's yeah. wife. Speaking of Kingpin, the end of episode two. Nice transition. Thanks. I like that, yeah. Yeah, I did what I could. 
we see that Clint's been taken hostage by the tracksuit mafia, which are a Russian Idiots. fraternity, basically. They keep calling yeah. them bro. They're, uh, yeah, they're, they're not great. The only reason they caught Clint is because Clint tur- basically let them catch him. Yeah, he basically set to, himself like, up yeah. so that he could interrogate them through an interrogation. He did very much uh, a Black, Black Widow. Widow. They did yeah. it in Black Yeah. Uh, oh, not in Black Widow, the first Avengers movie. Yeah, and then they reference it again in the Black Widow yeah. film. Yeah. Um, but, so, in the comics, the tracksuit mafia definitely works for Kingpin. Uh, and then at the end of it, we see, we haven't gotten her name yet, but she's like no. the the boss of the tracksuit mafia. It's she's a, blind. Is is she blind? She's blind. She's sitting in a room with, like, stereo speakers, like, feeling, like, vibrations and stuff like that. Um, and the only reason that we know that it's Echo is because we got a confirmation on Disney Plus Day that the spinoff from Hawkeye's spinoff from the Avengers um, for Echo. But in the comics, Echo is the adoptive daughter of Kingpin, and then she basically has a change of heart and joins like the young Avengers yeah. because she doesn't want to work for her dad anymore as a villain. But we get a glimpse of her in the last few seconds of the episode of the second episode. And then it cuts and it's great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I already, I was really nervous about the show because of how much they played it out to be like the, it's a Christmas show. Thank God it is not. Yeah. I was really, it's, it's as much, well, I'm going to bite my tongue on this after I say it. It's as much of a Christmas show as Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Die Hard is 100% a Christmas movie because of the plot and the, the story behind it. But the actual movie has very little to do with Christmas. It's just a driving factor for the character development. And I think that's exactly what this show is. Yeah. It's the Avengers Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> I just need Clint to say yippee ki motherfucker, well... Oh, that would be so good. It would be hilarious. Yeah. Or if he's Even like, yippee ki Even if he just says yippee Yeah, they're yeah. not going to have him say motherfucker. Yeah. They're going to wait for like the right moment to drop an F-bomb in an That'd Avengers That would be so thing. awesome. That would make me I do so hope happy. that he's like being covert and being like a jackass and just like yippee yeah. I bet they uh, will because that's too that's too on the nose for them not to do it. But yeah, I think <laughs> this I think that's enough this week. Yeah, I mean that's very much I mean those are some huge points. Obviously there's so much more into the show, so like go watch it. And stay tuned. Oh, also yeah. spoiler alert. <laughs> now that we're at the end of the fucking episode. <laughs> i love it i love it uh yeah if you guys made it this far and you haven't watched it and you didn't stop that's on you but also spoiler alert i guess uh stay tuned because we'll do a week by week uh with this show yeah um along with some other stuff uh as you guys know december has a a lot of shit coming out west side story Matrix Re- uh, Resurrections, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, we're going to keep going with the Hawkeye show. There's there's a ton. There's a ton to cover coming up. So Yeah. 
So yeah. so keep up on your releases as well because we're going to be talking about a lot of it. <clears throat> but with that being said, we are going to go ahead and close out this episode. But before we do, we want to talk about a couple things uh, like our Patreon page. Yeah, so if you guys like what we're doing here and you want to support us, the the easiest and best way to do it is to join our Patreon page. Give it's, us money. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm we, kidding. We, I'm have, kidding. we have different levels of monetary giving with different uh, reward levels, um, but basically it allows us to do what we do and will allow us to do more uh, than what we are currently doing. Uh, also, you get unedited versions of all of our interviews. There's just a, a lot there. Yeah. Uh, we the also- reason that was the reason that was a joke is because so far, Chad and I and a couple other people are the only ones who uh, put money into this. So when we do these episodes, or we give out prizes, or we do games and shit like that, it's because Chad and I put our own money into this podcast. So. Yeah. If you feel like supporting us because you like what we're doing, you know, check out the Patreon and we'll hook you up with some cool shit for uh, some basically donated money by you. Yeah, there's exclusive merch. There's behind the scenes <clears throat> stuff. Uh, there's there's a lot more that we want to try and get in there once we have a few more people that are participating. Yeah. Um, on top of that, we also have our web store. The link is in our bio. So if you don't want to do like a monthly thing we totally get it but if you want to wear some cool merch we, yeah. we we've got that as well and if you have suggestions on what kind of merch you want to see let us know we'll we'll hook you see up see if too. we can make it happen yeah yeah as well as that i mean follow us on all of our social medias facebook instagram youtube tiktok we haven't been very productive on TikTok. I don't think we've done anything on TikTok since We, we need to be. I made a TikTok, actually, not that long ago. Yeah, like, I didn't. Like, I made one. <laughs> like, It wasn't for the podcast, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, guys, go check us out on that stuff. We love you guys very much. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is fun. I mean, that's all this has ever yeah, been for this us. This is it's what fun. It, it comes down to is this is what we enjoy so. doing. And if you enjoy it come along for the ride yeah with that being said this you say yeah this has been the all things (laughs) nerd podcast you looked at me like you wanted me to say it i was like no